0: uh hey just a heads up we did think we should probably put a content warning on this one for such things as rape uh nazism and violence enjoy this our most slanderous of episodes <laughs> enjoy the show that gets us all arrested <laughs> this is the last episode we're all done after
1: this destroy our clickbait uh, the show that reminds you that if you're a cop you have to tell us
0: gathers and now my internet watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall take no wife, hold no lands, father no children. I shall wear no crowns and win no glory. I shall live and die at my post. I am the nerd in the darkness. I am the watcher on the firewalls. I am the antiviral shield that guards the realms of men. I pledge my life and honor to the discourse for this night and for all the nights to come. For the web is dark and full of clickbait. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Destroy All Clickbait. Uh, I guess everyone's probably hung over by the time they listen to this from the Game of Thrones finale. What a finale, eh, everyone? Sure was a finale. Crickets?
1: I don't I don't watch the show, and frankly, from the response, it appears that's been a good decision I made with my life. Yeah, I quit a couple seasons ago, so... Yeah. That's one of the very few good decisions I've made about my life. <laughs> Well, I made myself sad. Yes,
0: it it's it. Well, the funny thing is, um, what, as we record this, everyone's freaking out over the second last episode, and um, the uh, it's funny because it thematically did the right thing on the show. You can argue about the execution, all these other problems people have with it, but it did the thing that it's essentially been building to for seasons. And people are upset because they were they were expecting it's it's essentially the the same as when uh, The Last Jedi revealed, you know, Ray didn't have any special heritage, and people were angry because it was, you know, they thought that that the condition of, you know, the conditions of the story had had conditioned them to believe that it was going to end with her revelation of her secret parentage, and like, because that's how these stories go. The whole point was they subverted that. So they did that the same kind of thing on gave I it think from.
2: it's a little different from that.
0: It, well, it's a little different, but it's I mean, it's been subverting fantasy tropes the whole time. Now, there's lots of other things you can criticize about and everything, but it was, you know, the, there are groups of people who are very upset about that specific thing, and I'm like, have you been watching the same show as all of us and seeing these same characters for the last Seven years because that actually is very consistent with both the themes and the characters.
2: Anyway, that doesn't mean it's done well. I mean, it can come out of nowhere, even if it was the plan. Like they and I, from what I understand, like like I said, I haven't watched it in seasons, but uh, from what I can see, that seems to be the case. Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't as like it's well, a good idea in theory. They just don't do it well. Yeah,
0: well, I, it wasn't as as smoothly gracefully handled as it could have been. But I'd argue as a character beat everything more or less makes sense it's just it happens kind of abruptly and without as much motivation as it should but it's i don't know i i I don't i think the reaction is a little bit extreme based on that you know of all the other things you could criticize sure but but it was a lot of it was just people having an attachment to uh this particular character where they were like (laughs) she was their hero basically and and suddenly uh you know that wasn't the story they were telling. Essentially, somebody somebody called her. Uh, you know, it's Daenerys we're talking about, obviously. And somebody called her Walter White for wine moms, basically. <laughs> oh,
1: wait, wait, are you are you implying that the uh, albino arist- aristocrat who commands a horde of fire breathing abominations might not be on the up and up?
2: Oh, I'm Philip, by the way.
1: Oh yeah, fuck. See, there's another reason why. Uh, I am Ing. Yes.
0: i'm adam hi nice to meet you guys um i'm uh yes we're destroy all clickbait we're looking at uh all the weird stuff on the net that we're dredging up and studying closely through our microscope uh to see all the little things squirming on it um so since we were just talking about uh, a show uh, game of thrones we're you know we're we're somewhat uh split on the 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 quality here so let's talk about a really good uh, a really good cinematic experience that we just experienced right uh the trailer for Laquisha.
1: <laughs> i was gonna say that as a joke and hopefully we were gonna talk about the aladdin trailer <laughs> well either way i don't know um, good news we found uh, a way to make the, the aladdin own... thing yeah it, That's probably wise. <laughs> it is yeah.
0: the most lackluster rendition of Prince Elliot. No, no, no,
1: we'll wind up talking about that later. Laquisha, though. Laquisha? Laquisha. Laquisha. Yeah, so if you don't know, this is a movie about a white
2: guy who wants a job as, like, a radio therapist. Um, but they won't hire him because he's a white guy, so he decides to pretend to be a black woman. And they hire him. As one does. Yeah, and... Uh, it's worse than you think it sure is no no, no uh,
1: i'd say it's about as bad as you'd think because it is okay. exactly um affirmative action and diversity is the real racism the movie uh-huh
2: <laughs> yeah yeah but i don't know
1: i was expecting
2: the voice to be a little more yeah sound like an actual black woman yeah it's just
0: it's very obviously uh, just a white guy doing what he thinks a. Of- Uh, A stereotypical black woman sounds like.
1: Oh yeah, a a key part of the thesis of this is that black people are amazingly stupid. Both in the way that it mocks the voices and mannerisms of um, African American dialects, and both by the fact that they have people convinced and fooled by this yeah exactly and saying she's a role model for all black women
0: oh my god it it reminds me of how you know when the really racist idiots go online and pretend to be black people and like to just to, to 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 as they say, rat-fuck everything and make it seem like, oh yeah, see, we're black and look at how, how, either how much we love Republicans or something, or you know, look at how bad and stupid we are and they're always identified, like, in five seconds by actual
1: Yeah, they're basically the (laughs)
2: Steve Buscemi meme. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but Here's another thing that I get, that when people do that, or genuine, like, real alt-right or conservative black people, or queer people or whatever, come up they always act so offended when I specifically say, okay, I do not believe you are who you appear to be, because there is precedence of people pulling this identity stuff, and that they act so affronted about it, and then I just say, okay, even if you are, why are you playing identity politics to legitimize your point? Right,
0: exactly.
2: Well, they love identity politics as long as it suits their narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're,
1: they're... (laughs) Take that, people I talk to on Twitter! (laughs) Against my will! You sure showed them.
0: (laughs) Who's the real winner here? If we spend time talking to these guys. But, yeah, it's, it's... Well, this, this movie, though, it's so cheap-looking. I could not believe, like, it's clearly something that... And,
1: and to clarify, this qualifies because this whole movie kind of is just a clickbait. It... It's not going to be good. No. And it's kind of running on the idea that it'll generate controversy. I've seen people even question whether this is a real movie <laughs> or, yeah. like, no, or if it's got, like a fake trailer or going to be like a publicity stunt for something else, like a fake trailer, like what they did for Tropic Thunder or Grindhouse. <laughs>
2: Yeah, actually. But then of like that that fake trailer for Crocodile Dundee that, that turned into an ad was a for super the, yeah, it was a Super Bowl ad, yeah. Yeah, it was for
0: the it was for the Australian Tourism Commission, but it was yeah. a, a pretend remake of Crocodile Dundee. But yeah, it was the um see, if it was like that, wouldn't it have someone recognizable in the trailer though? <laughs> like if it was a parody of uh, you know, the the if it was like The Tropic Thunder Commercials or This whatever. is the
1: most baffling thing. I know it's not him, but I keep identifying the lead as Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> Oh jeez! <laughs> like it's not him, but I still feel that whoever that actor really is, they're played by Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> jeez. You know,
0: you know. Say what you will about
2: Seth MacFarlane, I don't think. Well, maybe he would. I don't know. He's Seth. Uh, this... He might do it, but I imagine his voice would be slightly better.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that, even... that's that's the thing that it's somebody that it's like. Oh, or let me correct. Uh, let me make a correction. This isn't Seth MacFarlane playing this actor. This actor is playing the role of Seth MacFarlane in this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's... To
1: which it might now also be slanderous to Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> yeah,
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't even wish that on Seth MacFarlane for all that he's done.
2: <laughs> but uh, the title, um, I mean, the name Laquisha is apparently spelled wrong. Yeah, it's not. Like, that's not, not how not the how... name
0: is spelled. Mm-hmm.
2: It's not. Which, I mean, that could be a commentary, but I'm not going to give the movie credit. uh, Well,
0: if it's a commentary, that's worse, because they're being contemptuous, basically. They're saying, oh, those wacky names that are all misspelled,
2: uh, you know. Oh, no, I meant like it's a white guy pretending to be a black woman, so he misspells the name. Yeah, I'm not going to give the movie credit for that. That's way too subtle for
1: this movie, I think. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, trust me, there's nothing subtle about this movie. Yeah. It literally... And
2: uh, I saw black woman on twitter uh oh what's her name cheryl Eaton. cheryl Eaton. Well, yeah yeah uh and she was saying you know laquisha is like a young black woman's name it's like not an old black woman's right. name like it's at most 40 yeah and so that i mean it's there's so many problems here <laughs> to say the least
0: yeah this is um yeah, this is definitely. Are you triggered much? The movie, basically. Yeah, uh, it's hard to believe. And as we, I Speaking think. Speaking we of were...
1: that, we want to. Do we want to transition to the sure. uh, triggered much comedian? Oh,
0: Nick DePaolo or whatever his
1: name is. Nick DePaolo is a right-wing comedian, and he did a whole thing for, like. Basically, a fuck your feelings tour there, which the promotion image of him was giving the middle finger to a bunch of pictures of people protesting for Black Lives Matter, including Mm -hmm. somebody who had been killed. Yep. Which caused a controversy to which he replied to because to which he apologized because he didn't know that know about that. Both illustrating how much his comedy about fuck you is based on ignorance and showing absolutely how spineless he is in face of yeah. his proposed convictions.
0: Yeah, he undermined his entire thesis by doing that, basically. It's like, if you're really a brave truth teller, you're not gonna let something like that stop you, are you? You're gonna you say to hell with your feelings, but you realized you actually did cross a line and looked like a complete asshole, basically.
2: But, oh, a minor correction. It's not just Black Lives Matter protesters. It's also some feminist protesters. It's the same images these people always use. like Yeah. If, well, if, he literally... If, if I, people on the left get triggered, you know... So-called triggered so much yeah. uh, from these things. You'd think they'd have more than like a handful of images to choose from.
0: Well, it's he actually said, "Oh yeah, I found this image while I was just googling images of protesters." Basically, so he 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 literally went looking. It's like he just heard of the concept of protesting and activism ten minutes before he decided to write this comedy material, basically, and create this image and threw it up there because he knew that it's, you know you couldn't more clearly say that you're just you're, you're just cashing in basically than by you know you're doing your homework five minutes before it's due essentially and making a huge hash of it but even if he hadn't it just shows how how this is just a very lazy series of signifiers yeah as people have been saying online this 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 week there's been a lot of people responding to alt-right people just going saying you know you guys have one joke and it's not even very good and then yeah. they keep trying to make the same joke in response to that comment. My favorite oh, yeah, one it had is, the word
2: "guys" in it, so they say, "Did you just assume our genders?" Which is, and it's like a million people responding with the just exact that. Same that's thing. the
1: same fuck because that's the only joke you make. And yes, there are memes and cultural signifiers that do that, but the point is, the point that was being made is that a lot of right-wing comedy is memes are mimetic, which uh. I defined as basically, okay, that's uh, pre-pack kit jokes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: It- it's being able to reference a pre-established connection there for a cultural uh, connection and laughter. It's not actually crafting your own joke.
2: Yeah. I always... It's star yeah, Darma
0: and Jalad, exactly. Well, you know, it goes back to, you know, before we had memes on the internet, I'm old enough to remember that time, you know, when I was in 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 school, uh, you know, we'd reference things like The Simpsons and we'd reference things like Monty Python. And someone made a comment that, you know, and of course, I love The Simpsons and Monty Python, but they made the comment that, you know, those things kind of... At a certain point, they stop being comedy. They become signifiers of comedy that we all recognize yeah. uh, as a way of, you know, being funny. I'm still guilty of this, you know, dragging out a Simpsons reference <laughs> in place of a in place of a
2: joke, basically. Uh, because oh, we're, we're all guilty of a drill of, reference or something like that. But yeah, I, yeah,
1: we're I, m- me too. Yeah, we're, we're all, all guilty, guilty of, of it because it's a normal thing, and that's why I said it's not even not a joke. I'm just saying it's the prepackaged flat pack version of a joke.
0: Right, exactly.
2: But, but I mean, uh, I, I remember
1: uh, there was um, there was a joke
2: about uh, a bunch of prisoners who have all been like an, a new prisoner is coming into a prison, and um, people are shouting out twelve, and everybody laughs, and somebody else says eight, and everybody laughs, and the new guy asks, uh, "Why is everybody shouting out numbers and laughing?" And he says, "Oh, we've already told we all know each other's jokes, so we just sort of say them by number and then." Laugh. <laughs> And so the prisoner, uh, the new prisoner says, all right, five, and there's silence, and somebody says, uh, look, if you're going to tell a joke, tell it right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I'll also criticize, because I already said that meme humor is sort of the flat-packed version of it, but right-wing meme humor is even poor at that because there's no permutation of it. Right. In the proper internet shitposting meme culture, it's supposed to be a combination between using it as a reaction so that you have a contrast with the initial image or response and then the response below so that there's either a continuation of conversation or a contrast with it or transforming it in some way or in some complexity so that it then just becomes basically an artistic project on how abstract or different you can make the meme while it's still recognizable, like people do with Lost.jpg. Right. Yeah. Phil
0: just linked to one uh, that we saw. Somebody put up a somebody put up a link uh, to a real thing, apparently. Um, I can't remember the, the company, but I think it was Walmart, and they were saying, you know... When you're taking the test to 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 gain uh to to gain your membership, you know your job status at Walmart of some kind. Yeah,
1: it's the application process, right? Because they yeah, make you take a quiz. And and
0: the and the question was, uh, do you do? Should we greet every customer? True or, or
1: false? We greet every customer, and they put true. You answered wrong. We welcome every customer. <laughs> I, uh, Fuck you to which and and to
2: respond to that i posted the uh the thing from the simpsons which is the smoky the bear thing or uh only who can prevent forest fires you pressed you which is incorrect uh you refresh you, you The The answer is you <laughs> yes yeah,
0: exactly so that see so there you go and that's not even actually a meme really the smoky the bear is not a meme yeah yeah It's
1: the, yeah, it it's a, the same a, a principle little, but that tries to find it yeah. That's more of Yeah, even that is more of the humor is pointing out that people literally made jokes about how illogical that is.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, or or you've a uh, one that gets used a lot is the Mitchell and Webb sketch where he's going, "Are we the baddies when yeah, <laughs> someone yeah. when someone says something horrible, you know?" And they they seem to ha- almost be nearing realization. We already mentioned you already mentioned the Steve Buscemi going, "How do you do, fellow kids?" <laughs> where he's carrying a skateboard. Yeah. Uh, you know, those are all good reaction gifts to people <laughs> kind of being dumb um, in various ways. But,
2: but it's funny that the right who use the NPC meme uh, so often. I don't know if yeah. it's still going on, but yeah. Of course it, it they is. Always re- yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say they don't have souls. Yeah. But at the same time, they're like, all they're post the exact same mm-hmm. uh, responses to anything. Like, did you assume my gender? You know, or, yeah. I identify as an attack a, helicopter, an attack helicopter yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But, um, and they, like, it's the same they, couple jokes and without variation.
1: Mm hmm. Okay. You wanna know the funniest version of the I identify as or my gender is joke that I saw? Okay. And it's and it's two part because the response is what makes it funnier. The right wing or TURF person says that my gender is G T A C A C A C G T A C A C G G A T A T A C as in, you know, a line of genetic code. Right, right, DNA. So you get okay, that's a mildly clever thing on the thing, and then someone responds to your gender is Mister Krabs's laugh. <laughs> Speaking of disasters, Mel Gibson.
2: Yes. Okay. So that's a good one to t- to talk about. Yeah. Um. Mel Gibson is starring along with Shia LaBeouf in a movie about the Rothschilds.
0: Yeah, and it's a sa- quote satire unquote. Apparently,
2: it's specifically identified as a satire. Yeah. Um. For those of you who may not only is 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 Mel Gibson still getting work, which is bad enough on its own, Uh but he's he's starring in a movie about a about a family that has anti Semitic conspiracy theories, um yeah. Shoved at them constantly yes. that he probably believes, like more likely than not. Yeah,
0: he's known for being anti Semitic so and he's having yeah. anti Semitic conspiracy theories.
1: And at he, a time of sharp rise in violence against Jewish communities. Yes. And yeah. the
0: crazy part is, Shia LaBeouf is Jewish, ethnically at least. Um, yeah, yes, he converted it,
2: to Christianity in, uh, uh we were talking about this earlier, uh, in uh, 2014 on the set of Fury, of all things
0: yeah i don't even remember is that the one about the tank or something
2: yeah i didn't see it but yeah it was a um david ayer movie yeah oh god so Uh, which uh somebody i think it was jillian joked uh that uh if i had to work with david ayer i'd find jesus too
1: or something like i can't remember but yeah no that would be proof that there's no god because how could he (laughs) allow this person to speak for him
2: Okay. David Ayer
1: movies are paradoxically evidence of the devil and evidence against God. The greatest
0: trick David Ayer ever
1: pulled was (laughs) becoming becoming a film director.
0: Well, this is. But yeah,
2: Shia LaBeouf has his own uh, uh, many problems, including constantly plagiarizing people yeah
0: he's he's a weird dude i like i liked him for about five seconds because he 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 stood up to a nazi at one point that was and i remember being like oh my god do i have to like shia labeouf
1: now but that was it also occurs to me that i was not thinking of the right person when i was talking about david ayer
0: yeah i i was i was a little confused by that i didn't think david ayer was that bad
2: people don't like suicide squad but he did training day which is well regarded no no
1: i i i for some reason was thinking of uh david a.r white i believe okay who did what did he do uh he does uh christian exploitation films oh my god
0: okay well i was way oh
1: that uh, guy the guy from uh um
2: uh what you call from god's not um, dead and that yeah he's a He's the most likable character in those movies, but he's still like produced them. So <laughs> screw him. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I was way off. In my defense, we were already talking about like yeah <laughs> that uh, a certain level of whack jobbery. So I was kind of primed there. But there's yeah. no defense. I'm I, guys. I'm sorry. I'm not doing well. Well, it's okay. No, David Ayer. Uh, no, well, David apparently aired-
2: David Ayer is hard to work with. He, that was the joke. Like he, if I had to work with him, I, I'd look for a higher power as well yeah. he
0: did direct bright so there you go we can give him oh yeah him a hard time for that one for sure
2: and suicide squad um
0: but have you did you read this article did you read about the plot of this movie
2: though
1: oh hit us uh, it's, uh, don't I don't you did, share I, can't remember it.
0: I
2: think i put it out of my it's, mind
0: it's what As far as I can tell, it's not about this sinister conspiracy of big evil people who control the world. It says the black comedy will center on Beckett Rothschild, who as far as I can tell, is fictional and not a real person. Uh, the Bastard... He, so it's weird that they're making a movie about a real family but a fictional member of that family. Uh, the bastard child of a mother who in eloping with a jazz musician was cast out from the Rothschild family and its vast fortune who was never given a fair lot in life all grown up and armed with charisma, intelligence and a flair for opportunity. It does not take long for Beckett to fully grasp the immense gap between his situation and the richest 1%, which should be his birthright. He has a plan. So apparently he's going to murder his way through the Rothschilds in order to get their fortune. Um, the jazz musician thing suggests that it's a period piece, I guess. Um, it's very weird.
1: Yeah, this is anti. Yeah, this is anti-Semitic. Yeah, and then,
0: but then it talks about hipster artists and reality TV stars. I why bring the Rothschilds into this? Like, it sounds like a an. If you took out that aspect, it would almost be entertaining
1: as a no, because it wouldn't be notable then. Yeah, it's it's like the fucking Laquisha thing. It's only notable in that it's like it's uh, true holding a dog whistle up to like a tuba and trying to blow into it.
0: (laughs) I guess so, and but how do you do that without getting like the Rothschilds are real? people why wouldn't they sue him into oblivion for making that movie like this is why i thought hollywood avoided this kind of thing in most situations
1: i mean it is i can only presume that's why they're not going to be tricked any actual rough childs and then rely on public figure parody stuff it's so
2: weird and and yeah it's like making a movie about George Soros's son. Yeah, like Frank Soros, you know,
0: like it's it's the the um you know, uh, Orson Welles basically had his career crushed by uh by uh, William Randolph Hearst for making Citizen Kane, which was, you know, he didn't even use his name or anything. He just it was obviously it was about William Randolph Hearst, but he changed the names and made it, you know, legally Distinct, but you know, Hearst still went after him.
1: Yeah, Hearst still fucked
0: him on it. If if you think the Rothschilds are these all-powerful, you know, puppet masters, why would you antagonize them for such a stupid-sounding movie? Quite
2: frankly, and and speaking of the the fact that Mel Gibson still gets work is puts light to the fact the idea that Hollywood is run by Jewish people. Yeah, yeah,
1: right. Yeah, because if there was the actual Jewish conspiracy that ran all that. The Child tri- you know, that the, the Rolf's child are in- intrinsically involved in, they wouldn't allow this. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, unless they would, have, they would have, they want to make it appear like there's no sec- <laughs> conspiracy, so they allow this to lure us into a full sense of security.
0: Uh, yeah, you could always create because the, they the are level. so.
1: Comfortable and secure with how good their conspiracy is. No, no, knowing it's to throw us off their And did you also notice track? that on the back of the dollar <laughs> bill, there's a pyramid with an eye? Yes. But what is the eye looking at? Uh, uh m- me? When I look at it? I-, I didn't have anything fuller for that. I, I don't know. I was just going to transition into check out what Mad Universe covering the Illuminus trilogy.
2: Yes, please do that. We- Illuminatus, yes, yes, it was... Uh, we did two
1: episodes on the Illuminatus trilogy which uh yeah. which
2: were quite proud of. Well and
0: and the and the
1: Actually I have to ask, since it's uh part of the thesis of the Illuminatus trilogy, is to combine every conspiracy theory, even ones that contradict each other right. into one narrative does it involve the Rothschild conspiracy
2: at all? it does not it mentions it avoids it avoids anti-Semitism for the most part like right. almost entirely yeah it mentions
0: it like you, they have to nod to it because they are talking about all these conspiracy theories uh, but they don't say anything specific about you know oh yeah the Jews are running everything um they 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 they, they in fact they they kind of yeah they kind of minimize that. Entirely, which does go against the thesis a little, but it's probably the right call <laughs> for that exact purpose. Right,
1: these conspiracy theories are so bad that even the book that mm-hmm. is and somewhat largely taking the piss in that and trying to be embrace the ridiculous of it cannot reconcile these horrible ones.
2: Yeah, well, it's not that
0: they couldn't reconcile it; it's just they knew it's that not that was worth not it. Going to, yeah, that was yeah. not going to. That was not because I like, mean
2: the John Birch Society comes up uh, frequently as like. Right. But they, they seem to be a like a part of it or something, like a yeah. um, disinformation thing.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's how they reconcile it is by saying, well, there's this conspiracy, but that conspiracy is just a front for anyone who digs and the real conspiracy behind it. And it's a false, you know, it's a false flag. And it's to make you, you know, chase one tail when it's going in the other direction. And I mean, they literally... You know, in the book, they, it's literally they thrive on chaos and they create as many, you know, even they'll they'll back two controver- uh two, um, what's the word, two opposing factions uh, because nobody will suspect they're behind both of them.
1: They must be only behind one,
0: not the other. Right. So it's that kind of logic. I essentially.
1: Mean, <laughs> actually, to be fair, that one is the most grounded in reality, given actions that like the CIA has done before. That's true.
0: Yes, uh, whatever. Whenever it's something like the CIA, though, I always tend to think it's just they kind
1: incompetence, of incompetence. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like there
0: was one guy in the department and he was backing one group, and then the other guy down the hall was backing a different group, and they didn't realize <laughs> they were at each other's throats because it's a, such a secretive organization, basically. So
2: I, I, I remember or maybe they did, and they those two guys just don't like each other. Yeah, that, that's there's that too. This I remember like, um, the the actual war was a proxy war between exactly. two office mates. Um.
0: But, uh, so I did want to also talk about, uh, since we're talking about, uh, adaptations and Hollywood, Hollywood abominations, um, going back a few weeks to the news about the live action, and this can cover the anime section for the, the week as well. Um, the live oh, action, live action cowboy bebop. Ing, you want to, you want to talk about this?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the greatest betrayal because this is possibly, a... <sighs> The worst casting possible. They have indeed... <sighs> you can't even I, it, let me look it. it. Let me look this up just to make sure there. Okay. They have done the casting of Cowboy Bebop. And of course, it looks like that they're going to do Spike as Keanu Reeves, which is fine. However, there is some truly great cultural appropriation going on. Because the dog, Ean, is going to be played by Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> no, it's wow. going to be... It, what was it? Like a Great Dane or something? A husky. Or a no, it's a husky. a husky. When Ean is very firmly a Welsh corgi. Yes. I, I
0: mean... Even if you weren't going to make
1: them a... Yeah, so uh, Cowboy
0: Bebop is, you know, a uh, you know mercenaries in outer space thing. And the, the joke is that they have the goofiest dog imaginable. What what was it on the show? He's a data dog? How did that work? Yeah,
1: again? okay, so that's a bit of a spoiler. But the the second episode involves them tracking somebody who supposedly has some high-valuable cargo he's trying to sell, but it turns out just to be a corgi. And is it worth much? Like, it in the grand scale, it's worth as much as a purebred corgi should be? Yeah. And due to the shenanigans that they never actually successfully get any of their bounties, the guy winds up dying and they just have this dog that for the rest of the series is just wandering around their ship <laughs> in the background? Yes. But... He, it turns out that the dog's a data dog, which basically means he's like a walking storage device. So he's carrying, like, contraband information in him. Yeah. So that does come up later, but for the longest time, it's just like, well, we screwed up that case, and now we're stuck with a dog. Right. <laughs> and there's just a corgi wandering around in the background of scenes.
0: Yeah. And he's a beloved mascot for the. He's the fifth member of the crew, essentially. Yeah. Um, and it is, you know, because he's such a quirky dog. Um, you know, not that huskies aren't somewhat quirky as well, but uh, it does smack from what I've seen of them trying to make this cooler. I, 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 Of course you want your show to be cool, but, like, the fact, the way they discussed Spike, like, my, I only saw Cowboy Bebop for the first time very recently, and my read on it is that Spike Siegel, the main character, is actually a huge dork who sort of stumbles into being a, a badass but there's nothing well, about him that makes he, him a badass. He's, well,
1: he's very a good fighter but Yeah, he's very competent and skilled, but he is in some ways kind of a dork. Yeah. Like in in an endorably charming way, but it is the running gag there that uh Spike and Jet actually are fairly terrible bounty hunters. <laughs> right. Because it is literally the running joke that they never successfully collect a bounty, right. even when they're, if they get out on top, some fluke of circumstance happens to which their target winds up either escaping or getting killed, and thus they have no way to collect a bounty. Right,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't and think they wind ever up made further money. and
1: further in debt. No, it, no, they never actually make money. No, <laughs> even when they are technically successful. Yeah, yeah,
0: just you wonder how it goes on. But I, I always found it entertaining that, like, watching it, my my kind of take on it. Again, this is quite recently is. Uh, It's basically a sitcom, except it happens to be set in outer space and they have to do bounties every so often. But, like, 50% of the time it may as well be Seinfeld, for all intents and purposes. Um, There's even some similarities between the characters and Seinfeld in some ways. Um,
1: Yeah, I, I would say that it has all. It's not overtly comedic, but it does have some comedic and irony elements there, and it definitely is sort of played both for drama and laughs, the idea that literally everything they do to try to make money puts them further in debt. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and crippling debt, I have to clarify.
0: Yeah, yeah, they can barely, yeah, like, when, when, by, you know, the fifth episode, it's like, what are we going to eat this week? I'm like, okay, where, where did they get any food from? <laughs> no, them? yeah,
1: it, one of the early jokes is that J- that uh, Jet makes uh, beef ramen with no beef. Right. And it's, it is just chicken broth. Or what? it's just boiled water.
0: <laughs> Why do they not simply eat the dog? Oh, I'm sorry for suggesting Th- that. No, that's
1: or... brought up as a joke. It's considered. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Okay. Yeah. Because but... because that's the joke there. Not only did they not get the bounty, but they wind up with another mouth to feed. Yeah, exactly. But he's, he's... It's the thing that none of them are so cruel to actually kill and eat a dog. Of course not.
0: He's so lovable. How could you not like him? Yeah, no, it was it was a really fun show. I'm not as you know, a big anime guy, but it is yeah. it's all it, it was interesting that it's like all aesthetic, you know, you watch it it's yeah. just pure pure aesthetics. But um I'm I'm somewhat curious about this live action show. Again, I for many people it's blasphemy. Uh because I don't have an attachment to the show, I am yeah, I, interested.
1: Yeah, I I actually was surprised at how much legitimately I had a nerd rage at the idea of Ain being a being not a corgi. <laughs> yeah. Because that's just so ingrate. But also because corgis are... I don't get it because corgis inherently are so photogenic in their ridiculousness. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's,
0: that's, the, that's the entertainment value of having it be a corgi. <laughs> like, if you make right, it... A, I, you
1: know. I think that's part of the problem that it's going to run into and that a husky can potentially be intimidating. Right, exactly. A corgi li- does not have any value for that. So it's yeah it, again hence, yeah, they always look so goofy like yeah. really happy like with their tongues <laughs> hanging out and, right yeah. the, a corgi cannot ha does not have any practical use that's part of the joke of the <laughs> being stuck <laughs> no with them being stuck taking care of a corgi now yeah, yeah. is that oh it's not even something you could like a husky you could use that when you're a bounty hunter you could train a dog to help you you can't yeah. train a corgi to do that though it's ridiculous <laughs> Get it like even no, if even is, if you uh, could assignment. train a corgi to be like a bloodhound, and that it would still take forever because their legs are so <laughs> yeah, stumpy.
0: Exactly. Yeah, they waddle. Was it? Is it the corgi uh, that? Where if you crossbreed it with any other dog, they no, it's a yeah. dashund. They end up just looking like a dashund in wearing a suit of the other breed of dog. Uh,
1: it's both of them, but <laughs> the corgis are especially noted that it seems whenever you crossbreed them, you just get the one breed, but with like short legs.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's hilarious.
1: But uh, corgis
2: in, uh, I believe it was Welsh uh, folklore, are fairy mounts. Yes. fairies ride them because uh, the fur patches on their back sort of looks like a saddle. Okay. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, in
1: folklore, they are the mounts of fairies and elves. I've drawn that. It's wonderful. (laughs) That's great. Oh,
2: I've drawn that too, yeah.
1: (laughs) I've integrated that into my D&D campaign with halflings and gnomes raising war corgis. That's quite oh, a. Oh, <laughs> riding into I've battle. I've actually drawn very um,
0: elves on like, a corgi.
2: I've actually drawn uh, pictures of, uh, like, Tolkien style fantasy elves riding giant corgis. <laughs> yeah. I call them dire corgis.
0: Waddling into battle. Well, since we're talking about. Uh... This is
1: good because I get to imagine corgis, which are wonderful, but bad because I'm reminded that they're not going to use a corgi, which is criminal. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: we'll see
2: but at least they got John Cho
1: yeah I,
0: I, getting John show is kind of that's a that's a good fit for me. Again, without having a lot of attachment to the show, I thought, yeah, that's kind of a... The, the cast that they had lined up seemed really uh, really good for it, basically.
1: Until they botch it Until with the they, Borgie. Yeah, they miscast that line. <laughs> you miscast the dog. Yep. I'm acknowledging that this sounds like the pettiest and stupidest complaint.
0: No, I get it. I get it. It, it, it does seem like oh maybe they don't get this if they think it has to be a <laughs> and and the guy in the inter- in the article goes well you know we don't want to just rehash what's already been done it's like well then don't reboot the show you know <laughs> you're doing a reboot that's what happens you you're gets you're kind of stuck with the source material to a certain d- degree um, you know it's all these shows that kind of want to have it both ways these days you know they want to they want to to get the the name brand recognition, but they don't want to be tied down with the value of the thing as it already was, right? So. Yeah, cough like we Watch talked about.
1: D- yeah, right. Like that, we talked about the odd thing of them making a Sonic movie while also seemingly being ashamed of being Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yep, exactly.
2: Oh yeah, we didn't discuss. Uh, uh, They're changing the design of their Sonic uh, character. Yeah, it's it,
1: it, uh, in their effort to ensure that nobody approves of this movie. Yeah,
2: yeah. But I actually saw a video on uh, how a lot of uh, animation companies go under, and are, like even the uh, uh, the animation company that did Life of Pi actually um, yeah. collapsed uh, even uh, before they won their award. Right, uh, their Academy Award. Yeah, and uh, this is apparently uh, not a. Loan case like this is apparently very common for uh for studios to overwork animation companies and um yeah to um uh well and and the other they're forced
1: to do long hours production companies to basically work an animation company into bankruptcy Yeah, yeah yeah
0: and it's yeah it's a financial thing because you have to basically hit every time you make a movie uh and if you don't and even if you do, apparently, for whatever reason, you don't. You, you may have to fold. Now, all the animators will just get work at another uh, at another thing. But the, it's it's a real uh, problem, apparently, with them just popping up and going under, popping up and going under all
2: the time, and to the point where. And also, they get blamed for designs that they didn't do. Right. Like, that that Sonic design was did not come from like an actual artist. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now everyone's like trying to clarify that. That. It is damn certain that, like, nearly everyone who worked on this thing raised flags to the higher-ups that this looks like a nightmare with teeth. (laughs) And they were ignored, and now they're going to be blamed for the thing they tried to warn people on. And they're going to be forced to
0: redo it in six months, which is absolutely insane. Like, that's that's
1: Yeah, I see some people stupidly saying, well, they already have the rigs and everything up, so it's not a lot of work. Yes, it is! You're gonna have to... (laughs) Especially if the design actually changes Sonic's proportions, which, right? So you are gonna have to change the rig if it's a significant thing, and anything with the face, you're gonna have to change the face rig and re-render it. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of fucking work. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Do- like, haven't they ever? Like, I I, I don't
2: play video games, but I, from what I understand, if you change the skin on a character, they if it's different enough, they like parts will go through walls yeah, and things. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, if they're like, you can't again, have that people- in a movie
0: yeah if the if the proportions are too different like if their arms are shorter that you animated it around having shorter arms and if you know they, then you give it suddenly longer arms those arms might even they might not even stretch as far as where you placed the hand before for instance so then their arms will be bending around in a weird way or something yeah so
2: speaking of so yeah the sonic design was an abomination but this situation is even worse yeah it's, yeah.
0: it's because it's, of and the it's the for human a human movie cost does anyone care about this movie? I know Sonic has a fan base, but
1: and, really I mean the movie looks off? terrible. Like it's even wh- beyond the design, that it, it was just bad. Yeah. I trailer mean when was I was bad. at Detective Pikachu, the kids were more excited for the trailer for Angry Birds too. Oh god, yes. Oh, that looked terrible. Yeah. I'm a- Hey, I'm just reporting. Well, speaking of- but it's yeah. also that they're so surprised that the Sonic design was not loved, this is something you should have caught in focus groups early on, because showing that to anyone, from the silhouette, people were like, no! (laughs) The
0: weirdly muscular legs of Sonic.
1: Oh, and the trailer just had him, like, flexing and stretching, which just made it worse. (laughs) Well, wasn't it... Oh, and the
2: the spikes on his, like, the, the spike shapes on his back were, like, swaying in the wind. It was... Yeah. Well, I yeah.
0: didn't weren't you? Didn't someone suggest last week? Uh, Ing that they said the number one rule clear seemed to have been don't make Sonic fuckable. But then they had him doing all the like <laughs> squats and stretches and things. And anyway, <laughs> so,
1: everything when that happened, my mind just flashed back to the Zootopia gag with the uh elephant nudist doing yoga, <laughs> basically. Like, just uh, Judy Hopps' expression during that scene was a perfect mirror of my own.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, and that's... Please
1: do not make a design that draws attention to the fact that Sonic is nude. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We're already getting dangerously close by him wearing shoes and gloves, but no answer shirt oh i saw someone point out he's not wearing
2: socks and there's there's no i point that uh, out and
1: that bugs me so much
2: that he's wearing sneakers without socks and there's a scene where there's a bunch of sneakers that he wore out because he runs so much and uh that means that there's there's probably going to be a scene where we see sonic's disturbingly human-like feet oh god
1: but if he's not wearing socks, oh god, it's gonna be like a Cronenberg horror <laughs> thing, like the end of the fly with just, like, all the blisters and calluses.
0: It's gonna have a little, you know, stink, stink, a, a powerful stink stream foot. flowing oh. from it. Yeah.
1: Like peeling Help skin! Me. Oh. It has to
0: be an ultra-realistic Sonic so that you're gonna get that. It's
1: gonna be like when they did a close-up on Ren and Stimpy. yeah. Exactly.
0: You thought the muscular legs were bad, you're getting this. That's- because fuck you.
1: With just, like, peeling calloused skin and, like, a plopped blister, and then we just see a centipede crawl out of the pop blister and scurry behind the back of the foot. Okay,
2: we've- uh, Speaking of Ben Shapiro.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Fuck all of you. If I have to suffer, you're all suffering with me. (laughs)
0: All I'm the
1: perfect. one not only not helping bail out the Titanic, I'm getting a drill out <laughs> and making more holes.
0: This is for rich people. We're
1: going down. I... Oh yeah, first class first, huh? We'll see about that!
0: <laughs> I can't sink it fast enough.
1: Start running, money bags! I'm going down. God.
2: Okay, so Ben Shapiro. Uh <laughs> yeah but he shapiro. was uh uh he appeared on a bbc show with uh andrew neil who's a conservative mm-hmm. and uh shapiro bombed yeah uh did everybody watch this or yeah oh yeah ing didn't right well i
1: i've heard i've heard about it and i've seen the general transcript which degraded shockingly quickly especially for what is yeah. More or less should be a sympathetic audience. Yeah. Well, no, sympathetic well here's the thing. Host, He's, sorry. He, is,
0: he is conservative, but he was legitimately asking questions. They weren't yeah. tough questions. They were the kind of questions that basic journalism should ask. And I'm sure he would have, you know, been quite you know the fact that he's even giving him a platform is not great uh, but he did literally say, you know he at least said hey uh if you're going to say you know you're going to talk about the you know the devolution of the discourse and how we're all dividing divided against each other these days don't you make a lot of divisive statements yourself and that made him fly off the handle and say who are you i've been you know gotcha journalism and uh I'm and He called him a leftist which is hilarious. <laughs> well it it just shows you know that's as we were talking about the right That's not all even your... a
1: hardball question. That's not even a softball. That's underhanding it to you. That's putting it on the tee so you can get a good hit. Yeah. No, like, it, that's setting up a good defense for you. It was like literally... Like, that's setting up you to do a a sound clip.
0: Yeah, it was literally, here's uh, a quote from your book, basically. Like, it was helping him sound like, the book. It's
1: like, here, let me set you up. Uh-huh. And, I
0: mean, he was... he, he Well, I mean, he was framing it, Neil, in, in the context of just, you know, well, if you say this, how can you also say this? So it was at least being a little bit confrontational about it. It wasn't... It wasn't Well, he,
2: like, was, he actually did a good job. I mean, um... Yeah, I mean, he
0: did basic journalism, unlike a right-wing, you know, like the, American Yeah, host. there was
2: a part where um, where he brought up Ben Shapiro's uh, famous um, uh, Israelis like to build and Arabs like to bomb crap and live in open sewage. Yeah. It's a direct quote of a tweet he wrote. Uh, and uh, Shapiro tried to say, yeah, I followed that up by saying it was about the Hamas leadership and not actual Arabs. But uh, Neil pointed out that his actual follow-up tweet said it wasn't all Arabs, it was Palestinians who... Like to live in open sewage, right? Yeah. And uh, Ben Shapiro tried to pivot by saying, um, "Yeah, but they all support Hamas, right?" Which is not what he said a second ago. Yeah.
0: <sighs> yeah. He just he he's he he he. It shows how quickly they try to to wiggle out of stuff like that. And it, it to me the 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 storming out, which is the part everyone watches and likes, um, is you know the fact that he starts saying, "Well, you're a leftist, and I you're just attacking me." It's like we were talking about the memes earlier that they have. They have, you know, two or three jokes in their arsenal. They also have two or three rhetorical devices in their article, and the, uh, in their arsenal. And the main thing that they do is whenever things get too hot for them, they can just claim, oh, everyone's against me, basically. Um, and this is just particularly ridiculous because he was doing it against someone who's a noted conservative journalist. <laughs> But, you know, he, he's using his squid ink to, to escape by calling <laughs>
1: him yeah, exactly.
0: so,
2: That sounds like him,
0: too. Uh... Yeah. And he, he even admitted after what Shapiro did that he's like, well, Who
1: are you? You can do it. I'm recognized by everyone.
0: Yeah. You know, people unfairly make fun of his height. And I'd say let's make fun of his silly voice more. He's he's actually he's more, he's not like making those. Facts notes. don't
2: care about your feelings.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like he's like a Jay Leno voice kind of. No, he's got a he's got a. Anyway, I can't I can't do it because I have a rich manly baritone, baritone. But he uh, <laughs> he does have a, he does sound like he's being played at like slightly faster RPM than
2: than. Yeah, I think I described him as uh, uh, Alvin's older brother was raised by somebody <laughs> oh. was raised by like Ayn Rand instead of. Alvin! Have you
0: been spelling alt-right talking points
1: again? To further the hypocrisy of just piggybacking off somebody else's jokes, um, there's a good, uh, video that he does of a mobster with the least intimidating voice ever. Oh, right,
2: right, I saw that, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which sounds a lot like Ben Shapiro's voice. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah, basically. But, uh, uh, yeah, Shapiro, uh, he wrote a book called How to Debate Leftists and Destroy Them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, which uh, one of his, um, I didn't actually read the book, but I, I, I saw a synopsis of his sort of rules. And one of them is reframing the question. And he tries to do this in this interview, uh, but he doesn't realize he's not debating this guy. It's an interview. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the guy asks him about the uh, the draconian abortion laws that they're trying to pass in Georgia. Uh, where like somebody can be jailed for a miscarriage, and Ben Shapiro tries to cut in with, "Let me ask you something, sir. Is uh is a late term abortion barbaric? Would you say that's barbaric?" And um, like the guy, you know, to his credit, did not take the bait. Yeah, yeah. Like well, that could say, have easily yeah. like what Ben Shapiro wants to do there is reframe the debate, so put the other guy on the defensive. But uh, yeah, that's you have to just not take the bait with these guys. Yeah. yeah because they're as, they're arguing disingenuously
0: yeah but like I say their their argument is always this this was actually you know and they say that you know none of this really helps but I mean this was just very blatantly. Of course, if you're deep in the tank for Ben Shapiro and you're a cultist, you're not you're not gonna be convinced. But just the fact that he's so quick to go, oh, this leftist is attacking me to a guy who's very notably conservative. And then he he tried to wash it up, brush it off at later as like, well, I didn't prepare for this interview and you know, I didn't know. It's like, really? You didn't
1: That's your entire job <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally your entire existence. <laughs> They just lead me around. They
0: drive me with a hood over my head and they drop me in a chair with a spotlight over me. And I don't know who's going to interview me. I have no idea.
2: Yeah. But Shapiro makes his entire career out of standing in front of an audience that supports his viewpoint and a college kid is comes up with uh, and is handed a microphone, mm-hmm. asks a question and then they, they have a debate where Ben Shapiro is on a stage like taller and the other guys in the audience with – like not even holding his own mic, and yep. like there, there's a clear power differential, and he gets he gets a reputation as somebody who destroys you know the other side, and of course the the college kid is like a hostile audience around them who yeah. claps at everything Ben Shapiro says, and um, yeah yeah, it, yeah it's just kind of funny seeing Ben Shapiro against an actual journalist yeah.
0: Well, I mean I, I you know, he's there have been vague attempts, I think, to interview him before. Well, but that's the thing too. You wouldn't want to see him up against too many actual journalists because that would mean he's getting a platform which he should not yeah. get, basically. So
2: But at the same time, he's he seems to be really bad at this, yeah. considering that this is what he's known at. Yeah. Known for. I
0: couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was like, I, I I can believe that some of these guys can at least make an argument somehow and no I, they, apparently
2: can't
1: they really can't. Yeah. That's the thing.
2: Yeah. Anyway. And then, uh, uh, and another, oh, Carl Benjamin got fish thrown at him. Yeah. The other, the Carl
0: Benjamin, aka Sargon of Akkad, who Phil's done, argue, uh, who's
2: he's running for,
0: um, now let's see if I understand this correctly. He's running
2: member of European Parliament. Yeah. So it's,
0: uh, he's yeah. as a British member of European Parliament. They have elections in the European Parliament for all of the member countries to have their own, uh, you know, uh, parliament.
1: So, wait, wait so would he not have a seat? if Brexit went through wait about the he's running for ukip separation party he's not going to have a seat no matter what cuz <laughs> right. he's not going to win right but no
0: yeah that's the that is the somewhat confusing part and people were saying literally they're going to have the election and then they're going to have maybe Brexit in a few more months so what
2: happens to the european parliament but that and also his specific party is ukip that he's running for yeah. which is the Uh, United Kingdom Independence Party who want to separate from the uh, European Parliament. Yeah, I think the argument is we'll get elected and then we'll
0: proceed with Brexit and then we'll leave. And that's the only reason we're getting elected is to... to make sure brexit goes through and now there's this other party called the brexit party which is you know you'd think ukip would be all the brexit party you needed but apparently they started a new brexit party and a new anti-brexit party called change uk um and those two well the
2: brexit party is specifically because um the ukip party is courting people like sargon yeah, but, I mean, they, as far as I can tell, Yeah, but were... don't
1: they like that? I mean, they're all No, no, um, even
2: Nigel Farage came out against this guy and says, this is, like, really what? ridiculous. Why?
1: Guys. No, how? By what right does Nigel Farage have any right to say this? <laughs> uh, cause Sargon,
2: like, tweeted, I wouldn't even rape you at a female politician? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, and
1: not, and you kept and Nigel Farage, uh... It, 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 made it like helped and drummed up a gun until uh, like yeah. like made it and drummed up a frenzy until one of their political rivals was assassinated. Yeah, what fucking ground well, do I mean, they have to enough, say but that like, this there's... guy is not legitimate? But I, Nigel Farage, jam. Well, like he... he's the fucking. I mean, fair clown. enough. I don't like Nigel He's the fucking clown all, who but... achieved Brexit and then fucked off to Florida. Right. What. <laughs> Like, how does he have any crowd to even criticize a fellow Nazi for being too much of a Nazi?
0: I think his argument is that he says the quiet part quiet, and Carl Benjamin says the quiet part loud. Because I think Farage also always... They're both saying the quiet part loud! (laughs) Only
1: one of them is saying it slightly louder!
0: Well, (laughs) I think Farage at least, you know, has plausible deniability, whereas uh, Sargon of Akkad just is outright hateful, like he just flat out goes out there, whereas Farage is like, oh, yeah, we care about, you know, the
2: – like, the famous – Oh, but Sargon of the Cat is, a le- is on the left, remember.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. He's a classical liberal, as they say.
2: Yeah, he claims he's on the left, but he's critiquing the left from the left. Right.
0: And then he's getting hit with a fish from the left.
2: Yeah. And that's why he supports Trump, so yeah, – Yeah.
0: No, it's – it's um. I think the, the logic has always been, you know, we use dog whistles, but then these guys stopped using dog whistles and started using a bullhorn and that made them unpalatable, which is the real reason that it's happening. It's like people got turned off by them. They like to, you know, cling to the fiction that it was about some higher purpose. Uh, this guy made it impossible. So they decided to start their own party that was pro Brexit, I guess. Um,
2: yeah. Uh, to For those who don't know, UKIP is utterly collapsing. Yeah. Mostly because of this.
0: Yeah, it just lost an election where it lost whatever small seats it had, and it's collapsing in European Parliament, and it's... Uh, uh, of course, it didn't have a lot of seats anyway, <laughs> and Nigel Farage has never been elected, I don't believe. He's never actually held a seat. No,
2: but it was still a political force, and now it's basically not a party. Right.
0: So, again, there's the Brexit party, which is actually doing... Apparently, it's the top-ranked uh, party in the UK, in the uh, EU elections Uh, At the moment, there's they're predicting it would get the most seats. Uh, But at the same time, the parties that are explicitly saying no, we're against Brexit are also gaining a lot of seats. And the problem, as I understand it, is that the conservatives and the Labour Party, uh, neither of them is fully willing to commit to, yeah, we like Brexit or no, we don't like Brexit. Uh, Or they I mean, they do. But there's leadership saying one thing and there's people lower down in the party saying a different thing and it it, they're like there's conservatives who are anti-brexit and there's labor who are anti-brexit but the leaders of both parties are committed to brexit so it's become a bit of a clusterfuck and people don't really know what they're voting for if they vote for one party or the other as is my understanding that's that's the the current issue with british politics
2: so yeah well also about uh, uh sargon one last thing i guess um, he's also, another UKIP candidate is Count Dankula. I don't know his real oh, name. Oh, really? He's running um, too? He, yeah, and it's kind of funny that the guy who's known as the Nazi pug guy yeah. is, uh, getting less press, less negative press than this, than, <laughs> than Sark kind of a cop. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, for exactly. those who don't know, uh, Count Dankula was charged, uh, for a hate crime in his, in Scotland because yeah. he trained his dog to give a Hitler salute when, when he said gas the Jews. Yeah. As a joke, of course.
0: Yeah. It's funny as jokes is, is, yeah, it's pretty, uh, but anyway, at least these people are, uh, they're getting milkshakes dumped on them, on mass, yep. and uh, generally, you know, it's a, you know, there's a there's line of thought that says, well, at least these guys are out in the open, and they're, you know,
2: well, <laughs> they're caught. What I like about this situation is I, I've sort of followed, I uh, hate followed Sargon of the cat for a while now, and it's funny seeing, like, as soon as he's exposed to the air, it's actually, it's ruining his life. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was yeah. He was like demonetized he's now known as YouTube. the rape tweet guy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He was he was demonetized on YouTube. Um,
2: oh yeah, right. That was his primary source of income. Yeah. He had previously been uh, um, kicked off of Patreon. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's he's which it, also caused more... a mass
2: exit of. Uh, people like jordan peterson to start their own version of patreon so yeah right that's That's kind of funny that they did it yeah that's yeah
0: the great irony of these people is you know they they they, the system's set up that it would benefit them very easily and they and yet they want to destroy it and then they (laughs) lose all their money basically so anyway and i and i was
1: just too sad to talk
0: yeah no that's fine well, hey, this guy is life has been destroyed, so and he got fish thrown at him, so we can be happy about that. Yeah.
1: Oh, I got I
2: tweeted that like I'm I'm glad that you know his life is falling apart, and I got people saying uh, he, term searching the guy because I didn't hashtag anything or anything on Twitter, <laughs> and people saying you know remember leftists want to destroy your lives, and uh, you know well, he said he wouldn't rape that woman, so yeah. you know, that's, like
1: yeah, you know what? Like, yes, yeah. yeah, I I. No, yeah, I want their lives destroyed. I I am sick of sharing this planet with them. I want them at least so humiliated that they're back under the rock, and I can at least pretend that they don't exist yeah. and move on with my fucking life with other. I mean, goddamn To be fair, I want a universal basic productive. income. So yeah. yeah, like I I don't think he should be able to get a
2: job anywhere because he's so toxic. But yep. at the same time, you know, he should be able to get an, a universal basic income like anybody else.
0: Yeah. Well. Let's uh, you know one f- one step at a time. If we somehow oh, let just him saying, off the yeah. rolls, <laughs> the universal basic <laughs> income. But yes, I know that that's the issue with uh, trying to fight for you know things that would benefit everyone is you end up benefit benefiting jerks like this. Unfortunately, oh well. Um, let's talk about the Incredible Hulk a bit. How about that? Um, did you see this one, In?
2: Yeah, I just brought this one up. Oh, yeah.
1: sorry. Yes. Um, what can we say? Film critic Hulk doesn't like how Hulk was treated in Endgame.
2: This, honestly... But the, the title of the article was uh, uh, Endgame failed the Incredible Hulk, and it turns out it's just that the guy playing the Incredible Hulk on the internet doesn't like the movie. Yeah, this is the the guy and doesn't like aspects of it. Guy... Which is
1: an odd thing because he... you do not actually have any ownership of the character. No. <laughs>
0: I don't understand how he never gets, uh, in legal trouble for, well, I mean, he's, you know, there's a lot of joke comic book accounts and stuff. This is a guy who writes film criticism as film crit Hulk, although he's basically completely dropped that gimmick at this point, And it was a stupid gimmick to begin with, as everyone can agree. Um,
2: and, um. But his opinions are so banal that, or banal, or what, yeah. Comments, whatever. Yeah. But, uh. He's just not good at it. I,
0: I got to confess, I, I kind of liked him for a while. Um, I, you know, when he first po- started popping up, he had a few semi-interesting thoughts, I thought. Um, but yeah, he, he tends to write, you know, twice as many words as needed to advance a very s- straightforward and simplistic opinion uh, that, you know, most people could arrive at by thinking about it for
1: five seconds. Um, yeah, but that's also us in our whole show. So. Well,
0: it's true. We're we we can not throw stones, but he has a much bigger audience than we do. He's writing for Polygon and stuff. He used to write for uh, Badass Digest and so forth. Um, and this article is so long. Yeah, it's needlessly long. Uh, but the thing that bugs me about this is he talks about you know his essentially his problem is. Hulk had a good arc, and then uh after Infinity War, you know, the Hulk was retreating into banner and wouldn't come out. And then in Endgame, suddenly spoilers for Endgame, by the way, those of you who haven't seen yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I was gonna question how much do we want to go into spoilers?
0: Yeah. Well, I you know, it's it's revealed fairly early in the film, but you know, jump ahead to uh 10815. Um if you want to, but uh, fairly early in the movie, when they jump forward five years after the big snap uh, that destroyed uh, half of the life—the snap
1: viewers, foo, if you will—the snap foo
0: of Thanos. He, we see Hulk uh, and Banner is now essentially merged with the Hulk. He's the Hulk, but he's intelligent and you know he's just a regular laid-back guy. Um,
1: yeah, we have. Basically, we have Gray Hulk. Yeah. It, yes. He's he's been except he's. Still green, but they give a homage to it in that I believe a lot of his cardigans are grey. Yes, that's right.
0: He's always dressed in grey. Uh so that's you know, nodding to the era when the Hulk was basically intelligent and grey. Um and he um
2: Actually when I got into comics it was uh the Professor Hulk era where he was green, but it was the banner personality that was the Hulk. Right. And yeah. he got mad he turned into Banner. <laughs> really? I with didn't the Hulk's personality, yeah, <laughs> it was a brief period, but that was when
1: I—I I I remember into... that. I I just love the humorous image of like this Hulk shrinking into this tiny little guy, impotently like flailing his fists at something. Yeah. But enough about Ben Shapiro. Um, <laughs>
0: okay. nicely done. But but, but um,
2: yeah, uh, this is actually my first comic. Uh, I might as well say this. Um, my first comic I ever read was—I uh, oh, can't remember the number, but it was a Hulk issue spot he, he fought a villain called Speed Freak. And I assumed that Speed Freak was his uh, main enemy. So, like, at the time, I thought, like, Speed Freak was his Lex Luthor because that was the only comic I read. So um, my friends and I would for, like, a a couple months, would play Speed Freak versus the Hulk in in the park. And it was like, (laughs) no, I'll be Speed Freak this time. So
0: Speed Freak had, like, super fast, super speed powers? He could move around. He's
2: got, like, armor or something. He died in in Civil War, the comic, so. (laughs) Of course. Um... (laughs) But I, so yeah, he's he's got like purple hair. I don't know. He's got a weird design. He's got like swords coming out of his arms. It's very nineties. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, ah, the nineties. Yes.
0: Well, but but I really like um, the arc that they gave. That's actually my one of my favorite parts of Endgame is that uh, the Hulk. You know, he's essentially. He, in in Infinity War he fails because Thanos beats him even though he's the Hulk Thanos is able to beat up the Hulk which is you know something that's never really happened to the Hulk before uh you know he's it blows his mind and the Hulk kind of you know crawls into his shell which is Banner and refuses to come out in Endgame it's well I've gotten over it somehow and we've it's essentially he's psychologically healed himself because he's now You know, the Hulk, he's now he's now able to maintain both elements of his personality and to the point where they need the Hulk to put on uh, the um, Infinity Gauntlet and do the snap that reverses the previous snap because he's the only one strong enough to do it. And I really like that because it's literally the Hulk using his powers and his strength uh, to do something good and Perfectly positive. He's
2: not fighting. Yeah, productive instead of destructive.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's it's it's sort of you know he got the Hulk's arc over the entire you know Marvel universe is you know he's he lets Luth with his anger, but that slowly becomes productive the anger like it in the avengers he can turn into the hulk at will because he's always angry but that's because but the hulk is now more of a hero by the end of avengers and then he slowly becomes you know fused with the banner personality so it's essentially his him accepting his anger and using it to power himself for purely good it's a really nice arc i think and it's a. I really i
2: also uh, heard the theory that um uh hulk himself was too cowardly to fight thanos after he got beaten the first time Oh, sure. Banner, in his Banner personality, went into battle. Yeah. Um, And so Hulk was sort of impressed by that and sort of said, maybe I do have something to learn from puny Banner. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. It's clearly something of that nature. It's it's the integration of the two, you know, personalities yeah. and 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 yeah. It's 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 getting over his hangups basically. So that the Hulk, and of course in, in Ragnarok, the Hulk is more articulate. He's become more human, essentially. Uh, you know, it, it's a really good arc that they've given the Hulk over the various Marvel movies more than any, almost any other character. I would say because well,
2: Thor gets a good one, but yeah. yeah.
0: Well, there's decent ones to different degrees, but I would say that the Marvel movies generally don't feel like they're very carefully planned out in that regard. They just kind of seize on whatever's next. Uh, but the Hulk actually feels like he's had this evolution over the the few uh, few episodes. So I really like that. I can't believe this guy is knocking. Uh, you know the heart, the Hulk arc, and he's his argument is basically it all happens off screen. But I'm like, well, that's how it works. Sometimes you show things in a movie, and you you basically say, yeah, okay, I can interpret what happened between scenes or between It's movies.
1: also part of the thing of doing the uh, time skip and how each character is relating to trauma. Like, they didn't go through the whole thing of Banner going through, as he said, the psychological, I guess, like therapy and everything to integrate and bombarding himself with more gamma energy to merge himself with the Hulk in the same way we didn't get a montage of Thor just, you know, smoking blunts and drinking beer until he gained fifty pounds.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it's uh it's 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 good because you can it's it's as they sometimes say the off screen movie. You can you can fill in the blanks by yourself, which movies need to do more of. You don't need to show every important thing that happened. You can you know and it lets characters evolve rather than just everything changes all at once. Um, so we've been getting uh, we've been getting on a bit, but l- let's do one more. Um, let's talk about the knife bomb because I like the knife bomb or the knife missile. I don't like it, but it's sort of <laughs> superficially cool before it becomes horrific.
2: Um, oh, uh, we're gonna have to put it. You know, Adam. I like the knife bomb. Uh, quote from Adam. Adam approves of knife bomb.
0: <laughs> it actually <laughs> says the headline. And I'm linking not to the Wall Street Journal itself, because that's behind a paywall, but to Newsmax, uh, which talks about the U.S. has a secret knife missile that can kill terrorists without harming civilians. I love this because the headline is telling you that it's a secret and then telling you (laughs) about it as a major news news, uh, outlet.
2: But supposedly... Once again, quoting something else, but The Simpsons doing that... Oh, crap. I shouldn't... I certainly shouldn't have said it was illegal. <laughs> shouldn't have said it was a secret. Uh, it's too hot. It's too hot. <laughs> I shouldn't have said it had knives. I shouldn't have said it was a
1: missile. <clears throat> I definitely
0: shouldn't have said it was a secret missile. <laughs> so, supposedly, supposedly this knife missile... Secret knife missile? Why haven't I heard of this before? Because it wasn't a famous knife missile. <laughs> the infamous knife missile of the U. Yeah, well, they... <laughs> They want people to know it exists, I guess, so the terrorists will be afraid. Uh, The idea being that it can take out terrorists without harming civilians, which, wow, that's a new new, uh, twist that anyone at the U.S. military or CIA cares about harming civilians, but
1: I guess the... Spoiler, no, and spoiler, it won't
0: work. Yeah, that's right. It's probably a PR maneuver more than anything else.
1: Also... (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't a knife missile just a gun?
2: Uh, like if no, you're doing apparently t- it has knives on it, on it, like literal knives. Yeah,
0: they make it sound like it's literally a blender that drops from the
2: sky, which. But okay, <laughs> yeah, it says but, here it uh, no, hits here... targets like a speeding anvil, which is making me think we live in a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, now.
1: yeah, you know what else just hits a target like a speeding anvil? A ballistic shell. Yeah, that's right. You think? Like, no, here's the thing, it's like, ah, but it's far more selective than a missile. Okay? Like a gun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that you're shooting something that stabs... Some- you're using- you created a weapon that stabs someone from far away and is precise. Yeah. That's a gun. <laughs> that's right. I- I- I'm I'm confused. It's, sometime- it's like some kind of
0: ballistic knife. It's like some kind of, you know gunpowder propelled knife tiny knife that shoots out of a hole yeah but this literally emerges from the long blades emerge from the missile seconds before impact uh
1: that's uh okay I I see nothing in this article that indicates in any way that this was not that this would not harm civilians anywhere near it if anything this sounds Even, this sounds, if anything, like they're grotesquely adding more potential for collateral damage because now it has knives. Yeah,
0: exactly.
2: Well, um, it does, I mean, it it claims that the missile didn't even shatter the windshield of the car that uh, carried one of the victims. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Okay, like a gun! (laughs) I just at this point Also, that doesn't make the missile sound so impressive. It makes the windshield sound more impressive. Yeah, it's
0: a it's a knife missile-proof windshield. <laughs> People fork out for those. They have fork out a lot of money for those. You know, it's 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 bulletproof, but did you remember to make it knife missile proof? Oh crap!
1: Ah! <laughs> I'm
2: wearing a knife missile-proof jacket. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'll I'll grant the technology's impressive, but it feels like this is a lot of engineering for a solution which was either to just use a less high-tech solution or don't fucking bomb people. <laughs> well, uh, that's not an option. Come on, you gotta gotta bomb someone. Gotta nuke yeah. something. Yeah, this
2: reminds me of the tactical nukes they were talking about uh, year. Tactical.
1: Back. Yeah, we'll add knives to them, they're tactical nukes. Kn- <laughs> It's the. It's
2: like the.
0: Speaking of Simpsons, the the guy when you know he's gonna jump over a tank full of electric eels and sharks and and a lion, <laughs> just
2: to add that to the pot.
0: But uh, I mean, I
2: feel like also the tick at the uh, pit of man eating crocodiles and man eating cows, yeah, right. <laughs>
0: The, 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 uh, uh, when you've got this kind of technology, I, I, I almost feel like some kind of hovering orbital laser gun is more plausible than this at this point. Like, (laughs) like why not have something that can go up in the sky and shoot down at the person that they're locked on? I mean, they must have that technology, right? That's not insane. Is it? Isn't it? I don't know. (laughs)
2: Don't give Dr. No any more ideas.
0: I know, I know. I've been... Well, I mean, he's... Who do you think designed I mean, the I, knife? I'm missile? sorry,
1: I can't... I can't get over the key thing that it's like. How can we research better ways to kill people? And was, was like, Have we tried not? Nope. We've tried nothing
0: and it hasn't worked. we tried everything and it hasn't worked.
2: <sighs> well, it's, uh... It's not as great as the exploding cigars they tried oh, to kill Castro story. with. Yeah. Is that true,
0: or does that just sort of a? Yes,
1: yeah. no, that's true. So how was
0: that supposed to work exactly? Were they like it was? It loaded with gunpowder. What like they were going to smuggle it into his personal humidor? Or...
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the plan.
0: Yeah, how do they? How do you get a CIA agent that close to Castro? Why don't they just shoot him at that point? Why do you you have to slip him a cigar?
1: I guess because they... I don't... Fuck if I know. Because they read too many... uh, Or they watched too many James Bond films. Like, every fucking thing about the CIA is dumb as shit. I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 Carefully. Like, this is all the thing that was like, Yes, we are... the people who know the way of the world and do what must be done. They're just a fucking bunch of nerds <laughs> LARPing James Bond bullshit and killing people in the process. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Ing
0: was found dead the next day in his, uh, with untraceable poison. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's... <laughs> it's... I remember... No, knife Missile. Just yes, the <laughs> knife missile. Uh, it was. He was. He fell down an elevator This shot. feels
1: like a Simpsons. We have invented a missile knife and also a knife squirrel that can be launched at many miles per hour. You mysterious. It. It's just a squirrel with a kitchen knife duct tape to it. <laughs> And, like, one of the wily Coyote, uh, like, firecrackers strapped to its back. Well, there's,
0: a, there's literally a movie called The Day of the Dolphin where they try to train a dolphin to assassinate someone, if I recall correctly. I think it was the president they were going to assassinate with a dolphin.
2: I have seen the poster. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, like,
0: the, yeah. the dolphin's carrying a bomb, and so it's a trained dolphin to murder Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, my mental image just went to a dolphin flopping itself over on the grassy hole. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: It was in the middle, it was a hundred miles inland, but they sent a dolphin.
1: That's the CIA. <laughs> the dolphin assembling its sniper rifle, checking its watch. Okay, I have 15 minutes before the my inability to support the weight of my own ribs on dry land makes me unable to breathe and I die. Yeah.
0: They have, But they'll, But on the plus side, they'll never suspect me. <laughs> There was a dolphin in, uh, in Dallas on in that day, but what was it
1: doing there? It couldn't possibly have assassinated President Kennedy. We found... Yeah, we were more baffled. We found the corpse of a dolphin next to the sniper rifle. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> dolphins are very aggressive. The dolphins,
1: they are
0: aggressive, that's right. Yeah, they take themselves out after... It's the perfect crime. The assassin kills himself. It's got the disposable assassin.
1: Basically, I have a Concealed cyanide Pill in my Blowhole <laughs> So
0: long And thanks for All the fish <laughs> Oh god uh, <sighs> Yes Well that's the That's the true There Well
1: Hey there are And remember When a beluga whale Shot Lennon At the autograph <laughs> session Oh my god
0: Those belugas You can't trust them <laughs> The I always said, you know, when that I I always knew those narwhals were trouble when uh, you know they tried to crash a plane into the White House and take out Nixon. So now Shit. I have a better oh. opinion of them.
2: No, I, I had a pretty good opinion of that narwhal. <laughs> that one was okay. Anyway,
0: not all narwhals. <laughs> Hashtag not all narwhals. Kind of rolls off the
1: tongue. And I can't believe an Amazon... Remember when an Amazon river dolphin shot Reagan to impress Jody <laughs> Foster? <laughs> Uh, there's
2: actually a myth, you know. There's uh, Amazonian uh, dolphins that are sort of pinkish. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a myth about uh, they're sort of like dolphin vampires. They turn into humans, but they still have a blowhole on their head, so they yeah. wear a hat okay. covered up and they seduce women.
1: Yeah, it's uh, part of the thing of like uh, shapeshifting animal oh, spirits, like yeah. Um, so they're male, then. Uh, they're not
0: female. These dolphins. Oh, they're okay. male. Yeah,
1: I think they
2: can be both. Yeah. Because usually. Yeah. I've only heard male, but the European I could be equivalent
0: wrong. of that is usually a woman. Well, actually, no, selkies can be male or female too. Actually, I think of it.
1: Yeah, there, where you get selkies and deer women in America, and fox spirits in Japan. Yeah. It's, it's usually yeah, and you know the incubus and right. the succubus. That's true, but usually when you've got a
0: shape shifting spirit, it's seducing the dudes via being a lady. Again, putting aside
2: yeah, general... in this case, I've usually heard it being a male. Dolphin. Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. And often there is a thing where they retain some of the animal characteristic that's a tell to their disguise right. whether yeah, it's a in fox or a blowhole or a blowhole.
0: The blowhole not quite as uh, <laughs> quite as graceful. It's like what are they called Phil? What are the, the animal spirits
2: called? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> not quite it's it's some Brazilian word not I not Not quite pronounce. on the
0: Kitsunigari's level, but there you go. Those are the fox spirits anyway um do we want to do anything else tonight, or we're gonna wrap yeah. it up I think we're we're at the end of the uh, the thing unless you wanted to
2: yeah we're talking about uh, dolphin lotharios so. <laughs> yeah
0: so that I think the I think the evening is over once you start talking about dolphin lotharios um,
1: but um, so I can't believe none of us made a joke about flipper being in Dallas <laughs> oh god
0: that's the sequel to the night the... I feel ashamed <laughs> good old flipper Flipper would never. Flipper would never.
2: Uh, it's the magic. The magic bullet went fast yeah. and light. Well, there is.
0: There is a dolphin in the Illuminatus trilogy. With the dolphins have it.
2: Oh yeah, there's a there's a talking yeah, dolphin. There you go. Yeah, so it all it's all connected, like we said. So, uh, although it was Henry, it was um, it was. Um, uh, uh, John Dillinger, who actually shot right. Kennedy. So.
0: I can't... I can't re- they reveal so many people as potentially killing Kennedy that I can't...
2: <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't talk about this in the episode, but there's uh, there's so many people set up around the... Uh, in Dallas trying to kill Kennedy that
1: uh, basically... Yeah, uh,
2: yeah some, like Harry Coyne is one of the characters. and
1: So not, he not even the he conspiracies killed- are sure which one actually right. got him. Yeah, yeah, Harry Coyne thought that he killed Kennedy but he actually right. didn't. It was like C- it was like Caesar on the steps of the Senate only with guns. Yeah, exactly. Instead yeah, of knives, which brings us back to the thing that guns are just knife yeah. missiles. <laughs> well I
0: think uh I think it's time to be done for the evening, so uh we, we we have some knife missiles to avoid. Um but yeah, remember to check out uh Brand Echo, that's uh Ing's um Ing's
1: webcomic. I think uh Dolphin Knife Missile is by far, the likely episode Dolphin's title. Knife.
0: Day of the Knife Missile. No, it's, that actually sounds too cool. Uh, <laughs> dolphin Knife Missiles. <laughs> dolphin Cordy oh, yeah, Knife uh, Missile.
2: So, Brand Echo, it's uh, it's Aang's webcomic that he does with Charlotte Finn, who me and Adam met on the weekend, yeah. so
1: that was cool. Yes, I'm very jealous because the uh, con, the Toronto con, sounded a lot Yeah, fun. it's a really
0: good con. Yeah, it it's, was, it's yeah. Like, other cons are a bit sort of busy and commercial. That one's actually
1: really cool, and... and it's yeah, about it's, comics. Yeah. Hey, what a concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: they actually sell comics. It's about comics.
1: I was talking to Charlotte before that in New Jersey. The entire con culture has basically uh shot itself in the <laughs> shot itself in the ass and near and like every con has every big con died or is having to be replaced because Nearly all the big cons were run by one person, which turned out to be a creeper, oh, so they all died overnight. I've her heard night. about
0: that. Yeah, I think unless that's a different yeah. creeper who ran a bunch of cons. But yeah, it was it? Tr-
2: there, yeah. There's a it was lot a of
0: dragon them. Yeah. con or something. Is that the one?
1: Anyway, I d- I honestly don't know. Sadly, yeah. this might not be a unique yeah. story. Or narrow it down. I yes. Am
0: tired. Well, tr- Toronto Comic Con Festival is okay. really well, cool. we'll say yeah, goodbye. Let's all say goodbye. Uh, Phil's check out Phil's comics uh, the, uh, the Apex Society and uh, Halloween Girl on Comicsology yep. check out Ing's uh, comic... Oh, which is also written by Charlotte Finn. Uh, also written by Charlotte Finn. Uh, check out Bright Echo, also written by Charlotte Finn, drawn by Ing. And uh, check out my comics. Uh, actually, check out my new website, Tales with a ph.com. It's been ne- newly refurbished, and you can uh, buy all the uh, If episodes of uh, Strange Romance there now, including the latest one on Gum Road, which was not available until last week. Uh, so check that out. It's really cool. Um, until...
2: And also what, and Mad yes, what Mad Universe. are What Mad Universe, our
0: other, uh, me and Phil's other uh, uh, podcast, in which we talked, as we've mentioned, we talk about the Illuminatus Trilogy this week. And uh, we, you can subscribe to Patreon and hear the second half, but the other, the first half is free right now. So that's a lot of plugs. Uh, it's late at night, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, I can see King's Landing burning in the background, I guess, uh, you know. We're, as we lurch into a, a new Game of Thrones-less era for television and pop culture, what will we talk about on social media? Well, tune in next week, and, we'll f- and in two weeks from now, and we will find out. So, good night, everyone. Have a nice, have a nice night. Good night. Good
1: night. Bye.